What's up, Internet? Welcome to Spectator Mode, episode 23. I'm your host, Keith Mitchell. And as always, guys, this is a mini Spectator Mode podcast or live cast or video podcast, whatever you want to call it. It's not the full show. It's just basically myself doing mini takes on bits and pieces of news that I find throughout the week that I want to touch on before they're not really important or they fade away to obscurity. All right, so there was a podcast, and shouts out to the podcast or the platform podcast I listened to a couple days ago. Really good, really cool podcast. A lot of interesting people on the podcast. Very colorful. And I thought myself and my team here at the Outer Haven were colorful. Those people are really colorful. But they talked about a topic that I wasn't really going to touch on. But after listening to them and talking to them and realizing that I had a lot of... Uh, I was frustrated about the topic. I figured, you know what? I might as well go ahead and talk about it get my viewpoints out there, get my opinions out there. So that will be the first topic, and that is basically EA and the struggling that they don't understand why they're perceived as being the bad guys. Now, a lot of websites talked about this article last week. We did not touch on it for certain reasons, but I felt that now is the time to go ahead and talk about it. So basically, the EVP or the Executive Vice President of Electronics Art or EA, Matt Bellaby, came out and basically stated he doesn't understand why EA is perceived as the bad guys. In fact, this is what he said in an interview with Games Industry Biz. For 25 years at EA, I still struggle with the external perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys. We love making and playing video games. Unfortunately, when we make mistakes on game, the world knows about it because it's a size and scale. Now, Something right there should throw up a bunch of red flags. I mean, Matt, if you've been at EA for 25 years, then you would know that the issues and the problems that have come out of EA's camp for the last five years, hell, last 10 years. And if you want to talk about the whole microtransaction crap with Star Wars Battlefront 2, where basically people could buy loot boxes to enhance their their gameplay and get an advantage over other people how about the fact that you've destroyed several amazing games and gaming series i mean starfront star wars battlefront before ea decided to remake it because there was another star wars battlefront it was great not to mention the studio that actually worked on that ea purchase and then they shut them down okay so let's not talk about that let's talk about the fact that while there are other companies that do that do microtransactions and a lot of DLC, for some reason, EA is always at the forefront of this. And the reason that I believe that's the case, and I think the reason that a lot of people also feel this way, is their microtransaction tactics are shady. I mean, like I just said, Battlefront 2, you were giving me DLC or stuff that I can purchase, loot boxes, whatever you want to call it, that allowed me to get an advantage over the people in the game. So basically, it's it's pay to win, which this is not something that you want to see in a game like this or any other game. I mean, a good example would be would be uh, Blizzard's Overwatch. You can buy loot boxes. You can spend as much money as you want, and I don't have a problem with this. You can buy as much as you want, and what you get from that is skins, emotes, and things that make you feel good about yourself. But nothing in there gives you the ability to do better than another person in the game. And that's what it should be. Uh, there was an argument stating, and a lot of people have said this, you know, I, don't, I have issues with microtransactions completely because it forces people to spend money. No, that's it, not what it does. In the truest sense, a microtransaction 
should be something that allows you to change your appearance, your customization of the way you look, or anything that doesn't change the way a game is played, especially for an online game. Can you imagine if people sold boosts in a game that outside of like experience points in a single player game that, that does something in a, and I forgot to turn off my notification, so I need to do that now, that will go ahead and give you a boost or an advantage or a way to one-up somebody to the point where you're unstoppable, you're unbeatable, and people just stop wanting to play the game. Can you imagine if Epic Games did that in Fortnite? Can you imagine if somebody did that for <clears throat> any other major online game? I mean, that right there is unforgivable. And yes, they did go ahead and get rid of the, the microtransaction loot boxes in Star, Star Wars Battlefront 2 while they, while they hashed out things. But by that point, it was too late and they destroyed a great game. So even the microtransactions, okay, but let's look at the biggest thing that came to light recently or beginning of this year. They went ahead and they laid off, I think it was 200 people from the marketing department. And then it comes to find out that EA paid millions of dollars to influencers to play their recent shooting game or their recent online game, Apex Legends, which is a it's a great game. Well, it was great. I played a little bit of it and I thought it was nice. See, every time I try and do one of these things, I get a call. It doesn't matter. Uh, so they went ahead and they laid off people to pay influencers. And I get the nature of the game. You want to do this, but you pay these influencers millions of dollars to play a game which they may or may not be playing now and at the same time you went ahead and laid off people who bled who 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 worked their asses off for you to help you public or help you to market these games and you're like you know what we're shifting gears we're going a different direction yada 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 influencers are the future you guys you want worth squat get the hell out have a good day don't the door splits kiss you with a good lord split you and when we ran that story, I was like, that's terrible. What happens if other studios, what happens if other publishers start doing the same thing? And they're like, we don't need a marketing department. We don't need a PR department. We can just spend our money on influencers and they'll play the game for us and they'll tell people about the games and that's it. Now, as I mentioned, I get it. I know that influencers and micro-influencers or mini-influencers or whatever they're calling that camp now is part of the future i get it i totally get it and understand that you want to get the games to the hands of the people that play these games and spread the name of your game word of mouth and i understand that but for you to take the acts to people who were helping your company and decide that they're not worth it well ea that's another strike against you people are looking at the decision they're like they're going wow this is terrible why would you do this and yet you're still trying to understand why you're perceived as the bad guy. So we got microtransactions. We got laying off people for influencers. Okay. And how about the fact that this company has purchased other companies in the past and basically it just killed them off completely. I mean, EA had the company, had owned the company that doesn't exist anymore, uh, Visual Games or Visual Studios that made... One of my favorite games of all time, Dead Space. Dead Space 1, 2, and I wasn't a fan of Dead Space 3 because EA ruined it. EA threw in, they tried throwing the Gears of Wars mechanic, make it a buddy co-op shooter, and 
it, it, it just didn't work. It just didn't do the way that they wanted to do. So they were like, oh, this game didn't do good. Dead Space is terrible. It's a bad series. We'll put it on a hold. And then eventually they were like, you know what? We're just going to close the studio out. Not to mention that Visual Studios was supposed to be working on their Star Wars game before they decided to change directions once again. So they killed them off. But not to mention, not just that studio. I mean, there's just so many studios that they had back in the day. Uh, Westwood Studios, Command and Conquer. I know a lot of you people are familiar with the uh, the RTS. That I would say is one of the games that put EA on the map. They closed them out. Origin Systems. They closed those guys out and took the name Origin and used it for their online distribution system or on the storefront. I mean, that was a pretty low blow. Um, what else did they do? Uh, they they killed NBA Live. It used to be a great series. They killed that. Well, it's not doing as good as it used to do. We'll put it that way. I mean, there's just a number of companies that EA has purchased. Black Box Games closed that down. DreamWorks Interactive closed that down. And that was a great studio. Uh, man, there's just so many studios that they picked up and they killed. I mean, people want to want to dig at Microsoft and say, you buy it, you got all these companies and you close them out. You ain't seen Jack until you looked at the amount of companies that EA has closed. I mean, I'm just looking up a bunch of studios that I forgot. And there's a huge list of companies that they just put the kibosh on. They're gone. So, Mike, if you've been at EA for 25 years and you're telling me that you've never seen anything that would make people go, huh, these are just the best company in the world. Why would we hate on them? To Mike, these are all the things that EA has done, and I haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg, and yet you're trying to understand why people perceive you as being a bad guy? Really, Mike? I don't know. I, I don't want to call anybody stupid, because you, obviously you've been in the company for 25 years. You know what you're doing, I would hope. And I don't want to call anybody stupid, but it, Mike, you need to open up your eyes and look at the company from from audience perspective, from a consumer perspective, and look at all the things that they've done. I mean, I'm not even going to touch Anthem. Anthem, I had so much, I had so much hype for that game. I anticipated that game so much. I mean, I could literally fly around maps and blow stuff up like Iron Man. I mean, that was my dream game. And then it came out, and then it was like, oh, what happened to this game? And then uh, the smoke and mirrors, uh, the damage control. The promise of upcoming features, the promise of an upcoming roadmap, the roadmap getting released. There was supposed to be this big event, and then nothing. And now they're like, Anthem, we're fully behind Anthem. We're going to keep this game going. Meanwhile, everybody's like, Anthem's dead. Anthem's dead. It's not coming back. You guys killed the game. And it's things like that that get the gaming community frustrated at EA. I mean, there's a reason why they were voted the worst company in North America and are still on that list. And I want to play, I want to play devil's advocate for a second because I agree. EA does a lot of bad things. They screwed up the Sims. They screwed up Dragon Age. They screwed up Star Wars Battlefront. We still haven't got, um, we still haven't got Battlefield Bad Company 3. They've done a lot of bit bad things. They kill, killed off Dead Space. I, I will never forgive them for killing off Dead Space. Never. It was easily one of my favorite gaming series of all time. But to their defense, EA has done a lot of good. They've released a lot of great games. Some of the Need for Speed games, including the most wanted, were amazing. The original Hot Pursuit, Hot Pursuit 2, great games. Uh, the original Sims were good. 
they even put out a recent game, uh, <clears throat> Seas of Solitude, CS Solitude. Been playing that for a while. That is a phenomenal game. If you haven't played that game, you need to check it out. And they have other great games. They can do good. It's just, it's just like one set forward and two sets back with EA. And I just don't understand why they can't get their crap together, figure out what the hell is going on, and fix it. But for somebody to come out to say that they don't understand why the procedure is the bad guy, Mike, you're the EVP of strategic growth. How do you not see this? I mean, if you don't see it, yet the, the community sees that, then maybe you need to come out of your office, come out of your cubicle, come out of the, the, the bubble that you're in, and look at it from our perspective. And then you might realize what we're talking about. So that's all I'm going to say about that. It, it was really bothering me, and I wanted to get my, my thoughts out, my opinions about that. So I've done it. I'm moving on. So since we're talking about <laughs> bad stuff, Let's talk about G2A. I know many of you know GTA as the company that sells stolen game keys and they act like they're not doing anything bad. And it's really funny that they've always been in the spotlight. They've been in the spotlight for doing this crap for years. And I remember they reached out to us to put ads on our website. And I was like, no, 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 that's not happening. No, we're not doing that. And they kept asking me and I'm like, no, it's not happening. Just stop. To the point where I blocked them completely. And now there is word that a that one of the people that worked in the company decided they were going to take matters into their own hand. And they were going to reach out to several websites and try to get them to publish a story. Which, it happens all the time. Everybody gets sponsored posts on a website. We get asked to do sponsored posts on a website all the time. Which I will say, really phone? If it doesn't have anything to do with gaming or geek culture or toys, anime, manga, comic books, or things of that nature, it does not get published on the Outer Haven. It just will not happen. So if you're out there thinking about publishing, trying to get us to publish stuff on our website, and it's not in that criteria, we ain't doing it. The second you tell me it's not, thanks for talking to you. Have a great day. We don't want to work with you. Now, so getting back to G2A... So this is what happened. They tried to reach out to several websites and they basically asked them to publish an article. So this is what they pitched. We have written an unbiased article about how selling stolen keys on gaming marketplaces is pretty much impossible. And we want to publish it on your YouTube, on your website, excuse me, well, without being marked or sponsored or associated with G2A. It is a transparent and just just review of the problem of stolen key reselling. A couple things bother me. One, there have been hundreds of developers coming out and, and publishers coming out saying, you are selling stolen keys. We have proof. This is the proof. There was an issue a couple years back where one company kept going back and forth with this company with, GT, with GTA all the time. And they proved that the keys were stolen, but they were like, no, we're not doing anything wrong. We're in the right. And then they went ahead and they supposedly revamped the marketplace. I stopped following them at that point. I didn't care. But apparently it is still happening. So you know that the gaming space perceives you. Another perce another perception issue here, right? And they know that you guys are known for selling stolen merchandise, selling stolen keys. Meanwhile, the developers and the publishers don't see a lick of that money. 
and yet you want to reach out to websites to have them post an article without it being marked as sponsored or being associated with your company. How does that not sound slimy? When you, okay, the way that it works is when you pitch an article to us or to any other website, right then and there, it is a sponsored article. We didn't write it, you wrote it. So sponsored articles mean that this opinion or this news or whatever is coming from another person, and we typically also charge for that. Most websites will charge for a sponsored post. That way, both of us are being covered. You get your, your clicks and people see your stuff and we get paid for time invested. But for this, this is weird. And the fact that you've reached out to several big websites, as a matter of fact, they have them do that and didn't think that nobody was going to blow the whistle on you is, is, is laughable. Now, G2A is doing damage control saying, oh, it was an employee who did it without authorization. We apologize. You know, he will face strict consequences. This is absolutely unacceptable. But this is a company who has lied to the media, has lied to the game industry for years. How are we to take that at face value? Because I don't. Nobody trusts G2A. I mean, there are people literally saying, don't buy our stuff on G2A. If you have to, if you want to buy our stuff on G2A, we would rather you pirate the game instead. The developers have actually said that. Pirate our stuff instead of buying off of G2A. Which is, <laughs> think about it. Wow, you want me to play your game for free by pirating it instead of buying it off of this website. That should speak volumes. And if it doesn't, I don't know what's wrong with you on that understanding. They, they literally hate them that much. In fact, before we before I started recording this today, I saw a website, and I'm going to go to it. There are, they changed, they added a forward to the website, and it's not G2A, and it points to the Steam website. <laughs> and you saw what I did, right? Oh, actually, you can't. But I typed in notg2a.com, and it took you to <clears throat> games published by New Blood. I, I kid you not. This... Oh wow, I, I G2A, I don't understand the scruples that you have, but this this is ridiculous. This is I wouldn't say it's unheard of because again, they've tried to do something similar to this in the past. And I'm glad that people are, are realizing that they're doing th things they shouldn't be, they're acting shady, they're committing fraud, and that's all I'm gonna talk about on that. I'm done. I'm done with that. See you guys later. Boo, bye. All right. So I've been talking about a good 18 minutes. These usually go way longer than I want them to. So I'm going to leave on one more topic and then I'm out of here because I got stuff to do and you probably are like, Keith, get to the end of the show. So, okay. Um, I have never played the Assassin's Creed games. I, I, I own a fair bit of them uh, on Xbox, on PlayStation, and on PC, but mainly because uh, my daughter played those games. She really liked these games. I remember buying Assassin's Creed uh, Origin when it first came out, and I've never played it, but she loved it. So when Google was doing their Project Stream offering, beta offering, alpha offering to test it out, I tested it out, and the game to play was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I played it for a good uh, two hours, and I never was really vested in it. So about a week and a half ago, I fired it up again, and I cannot put that game down. The game is so good. Yeah, it has some performance issue on PC, but I cannot put that game down. I've been playing with Cassandra and, and killing people left and right and listening to her, her wise takes and doing things that maybe shouldn't be doing and trying to be an ass in the game. And it's, it's just so much fun. Man, oh, 
And I'm like, what have I been missing with the Assassin's Creed series? I must have missed it a lot. So I think I'm about I think I'm about 30 hours in so far. And somebody told me I've got I'm probably a little bit more than halfway through the game. So after I'm done that, I'm definitely going to check out the DLC. And once the DLC is done, I'm definitely going to go back and play Origin. And then uh, somebody told me to go play Assassin's Creed 3. And I know there's a remaster. In fact, Origin, somebody is holding a sale right now where if I buy the DLC for 30 bucks, I also get access to Assassin's Creed 3, which was which got the HD, rem- HD remaster treatment. So I'm definitely going to check that out. So yeah. Uh, for everybody who's been telling me for years to play Assassin's Creed and I've never done it, you were totally right. I was completely wrong. The game is phenomenal. I am playing it more and more each day. In fact, when this day is over, I'm going to sit down and play some more of it. I really enjoy it. Um, lastly, I did say I was working on upgrading uh, the setup to give you guys better video casts and to stream a lot more because that's always been something I wanted to do. Obviously, I'm not going to do it full-time. I work in IT. I got two kids. I got a wife. I got a dog. I help run a website. So don't have a lot of time. But I am working on increasing these and doing these shows more often and a lot more. So my last investment was a really nice swivel mount for my camera. It's actually really good. Um, I'm not sure what took me so long to get get one. But uh, I didn't put it back to where it was. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I messed it up. But, um. Yeah, so I am working on improving these shows a lot more. And with that, I'm going to end this mini episode of Spectator Mode. And as always, you can check us out at specmodepodcast.com. You'll find all our social information, also where our podcasts are hosted at. And if you want to reach out to us and become a guest on the show or just want to talk to us about some kind of ideas or you just want to talk to us in general or maybe invite us over to your podcast, all the information is right there for you to check out. So thank you for watching. Be sure to check out specmode.com dot yatterhaven.net or spectmodepodcast.com check us out on twitter check us out on youtube and thanks for watching have a great day play some games and have fun take it easy